This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. You're listening to The Daily Crunch. Today's story is brought to you by Comerica Bank. What keeps you up at night? Investor connections? R&D? Access to capital? The business financial advisors at Comerica Bank understand how to help venture capitalists and tech companies navigate their complex needs. To learn more, visit Comerica.com slash tech. Member FDIC, equal opportunity lender. Programmer who took down open-source pieces over Chef Ice contract responds by Ron Miller. On Friday afternoon, Chef CEO Barry Crist and CTO Corey Scobie sat down with TechCrunch to defend their contract with Ice after a firestorm on social media called for them to cut ties with the controversial agency. On Sunday, programmer Seth Vargo, the man who removed his open-source components, which contributed to a partial shutdown of Chef's commercial business for a time last week, responded. While the Chef executive stated that the company was in fact the owner, Vargo made it clear he owned those pieces and he had every right to remove them from the repository. Chef, the company, was including a third-party software package that I own. It was on my personal repository on GitHub and personal namespace on RubyGems, he said. He believes that gave him the right to remove them. Chef CTO Corey Scobie did not agree. Part of the challenge was that Vargo actually didn't have authorization to remove those assets, and the assets weren't his to begin with. They were actually created under a time when that particular individual, Vargo, was an employee of Chef. And so, therefore, the assets were Chef's assets and not his assets to remove, he said. Vargo says that simply isn't true and Chef misunderstands the licensing terms. No OSI license or employment agreement requires me to continue to maintain code of my personal accounts. They are conflating code ownership, which they can argue they have, over code stewardship, Vargo told TechCrunch. As further... As further proof, Vargo added that he has even included detailed instructions in his will on how to deal with the code he owns when he dies. I want to make it absolutely clear I didn't I want to make it absolutely clear that I didn't hack into Chef or perform any kind of privilege escalation. The code lived in my personal accounts. Had I died on Thursday, the exact same thing would have happened. My will requests all my social media and code accounts be deleted. If I deleted my GitHub account, the same thing would have happened, he explained. Vargo said that Chef actually was in violation of the open-source license when they restored those open-source pieces without putting his name on it. Chef actually violated the Apache license by removing my name, which they later restored in response to public pressure, he said. Scobie admitted that the company did forget to include Vargo's name on the code, but added it back as soon as they heard about the problem. In our haste to restore one of the objects, we inadvertently removed a piece of metadata that identified him as the author. 
We didn't do that knowingly. It was absolutely a mistake in the process of trying to restore customers and our global customer base service. And as soon as we were notified of it, we reverted that change on this specific object in question, he said. Vargo says, as for why he took down the open source components, he was taking a moral stand against the contract, which dates back to the Obama administration. He also explained that he attempted to contact Chef via multiple channels before taking action. First, I didn't know about the history of the contract. I found out via a tweet from at Shanley and subsequently verified via the USA Spending website. I sent a letter and asked Chef publicly via Twitter to respond multiple times, and I was met with silence. I wanted to know how and why code in my personal repositories was being used with ICE. After no reply for 72 hours, I decided to take action, he said. Since then, Chef's CEO Barry Crist has made it clear he was honoring the contract, which Vargo felt further justified his actions. Contrary to Chef's CEO's publicly posted response, I do think it's the responsibility of businesses to evaluate how and for what purposes their software is being used and to follow their moral compass, he said. Vargo has a long career helping build development tools and contributing to open source. He currently works for Google Cloud. Previous positions include HashiCorp and Chef. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.